Hi guys, so welcome to the Shagnik and Diganto show. So today we have yet another episode of fake interviews. And today we are going to talk about Ola. So I am the interviewer today and Diganto will be the interviewee. So Vavish, thank you so much for coming to our show. I know how busy you are. And so we and our listeners really appreciate it. So I'm not going to waste your time and get right away to the questions. Like we all know in India, necessity is the mother of invention, right? Thus, most of the founders in India, they started their startups only because they could not get a job and they had no other options. So, Bhavish, you graduated from IIT Bombay, right? So, surely you didn't have any such problems of not getting a good job. So, why did you get into entrepreneurship? Hi, Shagnik. In fact, I did work at the Microsoft Research Center in Bangalore for two years, right after I graduated from IIT. What really inspired me to get into entrepreneurship, I think I would give the credits to the uh, entrepreneurship sessions which were held at IIT. Uh, Many different kind of entrepreneurs came. I was really inspired by them. Sometimes it was our alums who were uh, managing successful business or sometimes many entrepreneurs were invited into the sessions. That really inspired us and in fact, Ankit who was my neighbor at that time, we decided to start a travel agency. And to, uh, we thought of automating their complete process. So I, in fact, went to taxi drivers and uh, photographed them and made their profiles myself. So our agency mainly operated at around uh, Lonavla at that time. In fact, uh, there's an interesting story that the Commonwealth Games was held during that time. And we personally went there, uh, went there and handed out flyers. Like everything was pretty manual and it was a very slow start. But I would say, yes, that is how I uh, personally went into the field of entrepreneurship. Wow. <laughs> the grind was real, huh? So how exactly did the travel agency became the behemoth Ola, right? How did it happen? Well, uh, so I realized that we need to solve a problem, right? And we had to identify what the problem was. For any successful business, uh, you need a problem that needs to be solved, right? So once, uh, so let me tell you a story. So once uh, I was going to, uh, to Bandipur from Bangalore, and uh, we fixed the rate with the taxi driver that this was what I was supposed to pay. And uh, there was uh, the kind of an off-road which went through the jungle and um, suddenly the taxi driver stops the car and asked me for a higher rate. So I was like stunned and I refused. I straight away refused and he really misbehaved with me and dropped me off in that in that middle of that, that off-road in the middle of the jungle. So I was really, I was really infuriated and uh, I guess that was the point I realized that you know this was a problem that uh, the customers didn't have options Uh, the fare couldn't be controlled it was very much unorganized plus we had misbehaving drivers so I realized that this is a problem that needs to be solved so I stopped the travel agency and we started Ola Uh, so Ola basically is derived from the Spanish word hola that translates to hello so yeah that that was the starting point of Ola Now, that's the thing I just love about startups. They focus on such simple yet crucial pain points of their customers and solve them. Now, thinking back, I mean, it's just shocking that how come no one didn't see this fundamental problem in our country, right? And come up with a solution like yours. I mean, 
is just shocking again so can you just talk a bit more about your business model like how exactly does ola operate yes sure so ola i would say mainly has an aggregate model so uh, what is an aggregate model uh, like we do not really own any assets as such uh, we act as a facilitator to provide cab booking services customers can book their cabs through the app uh, we do not actually own the cabs uh, the all expenses and uh, the assets are of the driver only those driver with valid permits duly authorized and verified by of course the transport authorities can sign up with us so uh, they can either be self employed or work for an operator who owns multiple cars uh so th- that was our model we just connect the two like we connect our customers with the drivers so uh back when in i i remember that in 2010 uh i realized that at a particular place if the taxis were not available then no one would use the app or the ola service and uh while on that other side drivers wouldn't sign up if there were not enough customers so our first target was i think about 10 crore passengers and to sign up about 10 lakh drivers as soon as possible so to get the passengers we give like various kinds of discounts referrals uh, so we did many things and various marketing campaigns and also to help the drivers uh, we really care about our drivers and also we try to help them in any way possible till now we have given various bonuses we started with giving big bonuses in lakhs of rupees for our drivers and help them get cars many of them became entrepreneurs and owned car services which they now provide to us so uh, in fact at that around uh, at that point of time whatever investment we got from the investors we usually uh, like spent it on this rapid growth Uh, i remember the turning point was when we finally achieved our target of about 15 lakh ride booking daily that was i think a turning point for our ola wow nice so i read that ola has raised the total funding of about 3.8 billion dollars i mean that's a number most people can't even think of in their head it's so big so how exactly did you do it can you talk about it Yes uh, sure so uh, we have raised a funding of about 3.8 billion as you said over 25 rounds uh, from 2011 to 2019 uh, as of october 2019 ola's valuation is about 6.2 billion dollars uh, in the first investment was uh, back in 2011 we raised 500000 dollars from uh, kunal bhal and others in uh, 2012 we raised about 5 million dollars from tiger global uh in 2015 i remember we became a unicorn and raised about 900 million dollars we uh, in fact we acquired taxi for sure oh uh, yeah in 2013 we raised about 20 million dollars from matrix partners in 2018 we uh, expanded to australia where we raised 250 million dollars and a soft bank uh, provided us about 1.4 billion dollars yeah that was it we uh, in fact we expanded to london about in 2019 and started ola electric at that point of time i think soft bank funded us with 250 million dollars uh, so yeah that this this included the debt financing and secondary market i'm just awestruck man But Bhavish, I'll just ask you a simple question. Please answer it honestly. <laughs> how did it feel, man? Like, how did it feel to see this company? You started, 
you know, with your friend in your dorm room to reach such numbers. Also, I mean, how did you expand so fast? Like it was lightning speed at which you expanded. So was there a secret mantra you can share? <laughs> in one word, it's just amazing. Like uh, over the course of just nine, ten years, uh, we have been able to help so many customers, so many people, uh, so many drivers. Uh, so it just feels amazing. And uh, I remember that uh, we got to relive this whole experience when we started expanding to New Zealand, Australia, and UK. Just after uh, we had, uh, we were one of the fastest growing unicorns in India. So in Australia, we have even set up our operations in seven cities. Uh, about forty thousand drivers have registered on our app in Australia. Uh, we we have expanded to bikes, auto rickshaws, buses. We enter. We are always thinking out like different. Uh, what can be done to improve our services? We thought of the idea of Ola Outstation to travel outside the city, Ola Rentals to rent a cab on an hourly basis, Ola Select, a subscription-based membership program that offers premium benefits, Ola Paddle, Ola's bicycle sharing service. So we were we were always coming out with this awesome uh, products and different kind of subsidiaries. Uh, so it was a great and innovative period of time for us. We were, in fact, a big hit in the IIT Kanpur and IIT Madras campuses, where uh, we provided about 500 cycles, and that was uh, I remember I went there, and it was a great experience there, seeing so many students using the Ola service. In 2016, we launched the Ola Corporate. We realized that we need to diversify our revenue streams, and uh, we came up with the con- many different concepts like the Ola Money, through which customers can make payments to various vendors as well as for their rides. Ola Prime Play, which uh, provides a comfortable and more personalized experience to customers at a very nominal fee. In cab advertisements, use of promotional tools like brochures, leaflets. To promote different brands who are ready to pay, cab leasing. We sometimes uh, purchase the car and lease it out to the drivers. It basically builds in asset value as well as bring revenue in the form of uh, the fee. The corporate tie-ups, creating customized packages for the corporates and their employees at a subsidized rate. So all this was many of our uh, expansion plans, which which work around the globe, and uh, we in fact bought Food Panda. Uh, we also as we wanted to kind of use the existing driver network uh, so yeah these were some of the main uh, expansion plans and strategies which really worked over the years wow great now all stories have ups and downs i'm sure coronavirus must have hurt your business a lot especially that your business falls kind of into the travel agency as well so how did you cope up with 2020 Indeed, indeed. Twenty uh, twenty was indeed a very bad year, so as to speak. But let me tell you a bit before twenty twenty, like our revenues increased to about twenty five hundred crore rupees in the financial year nineteen, from about eighteen hundred crores in eighteen. Our losses decreased from twenty five hundred crores to about twenty eight hundred crores. Uh, we we were also in to- uh, talks with Microsoft to raise about one fifty to two hundred million dollars. uh we were planning to launch our ipo uh, in a few years but however though that timeline might change because of the current pandemic situation the 2020 was yes tough it was indeed tough because uh we needed to survive in the market out there 
we had to cut a lot of our workforce in here at India, about one third of the Indian workforce. Pandemic has kind of halted our expansion plans globally. In fact, like all major companies, foregone their employees. However, this might be the new normal for a long time. And uh, that is why we, uh, we are convincing our customers that riding with Ola is safe. We have like sanitized the cabs. We have provided sanitizers and masks to the drivers. We are making uh, the customers mandatory to uh, wear masks while inside the cab. We have in fact installed shields between the driver and the passengers. So yeah, we have taken steps. But indeed, like all major companies and all cab services across the world, Ola also was hit hard. No one can talk about Ola without mentioning Uber, right? I know you don't like it, but I just have to say it. So what is your opinion about your competitor? <laughs> so Uber came in India after three years after the launch of Ola in India. We have much more market share in India rather than Uber. So yes, uh, in media, it is currently portrayed that we have a huge fight going on between the largest market share. Who has the largest market share? But uh, truthfully, there's much less evidence. And truthfully, I never had heard about Uber. Uh, Uber operates in 58 cities, while Ola is already in 250 plus cities and counting. Okay. I mean, a big advantage of Uber is the number of drivers downloading its app. Like On this parameter, I have read that Uber has left Ola far behind. Also, you know, I believe that in the coming future, when the only factor will be availability to know who is the winner and who is not the winner, the company with the larger number of drivers with more drivers will succeed right and right now it seems that uber seems to win that race so what are you planning to do that also what are your plans for future like how do you want to shape ola's path in this competitive market going ahead true uh, however we as a company have a responsibility to the people the society the environment uh, so we we also want to tap into the green space Ola has launched India's first multimodal electric vehicle uh, back in 2017. We brought together many industry experts and also the government of India to pioneer electric vehicles for the public and promote shared mobility it was conducted in Nagpur. We also partnered with Siemens to build its upcoming electric vehicle manufacturing facility. We generate about 10,000 jobs with an initial capacity of 2 million units a year, making it the largest scooter manufacturing facility in the world. But overall, I would say that India's taxi hailing market is quite exciting. It is valued at more than about $40 billion. The market is expected to grow at a CAGR of 6.3% between 2022 to 2024. So there is a lot of scope for expansion and a lot of scope for Ola to grow as a company. Uh, we're into talks with the Tamil Nadu government to invest about 2,400 crore towards building this facility. The factory would also... Wow, great. I'm sure Ola will become more of a household name than what it is already today, right? Like green is definitely the future and I am really, really stoked to see an Indian startup really you know diving deep into green mobility and i truly want ola to succeed in this so again vavish uh, thank you so much for taking some time out and sharing your experience and thoughts with us i am sure our listeners learned a lot i surely did 
so that is it for today guys thank you so much we are signing out